Yo, 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 what's up? I am Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. It is a new season, season three. It's a new year, 2023, and uh, the team has expanded a little bit. And um, yeah, we're about to get this thing kicked off. So across from me is my brother, OG for the podcast, Mr. Kingsley. What's, What's good, on, brother? Y'all? What's going on? What's going on, y'all? Happy See, New Year. It's not the same, right? What? What? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? What's, yeah, it's definitely not the same. I hear you got a little pep in your step. Go ahead. Uh, it's been a good summer. 39 is good for you. All right, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. I'm right. just saying. Oh, I'm, hey. I'm at the doorstep. I'm at the doorstep. Birthday in March, so... Oh, Mar- so. What is it? March, March what? March 6th. That's why. <laughs> yeah. What you mean? That's why I would. Oh, yeah, that's right. Y'all fish people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Fish people. I see. I, I like see. That. I like that. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. But what's been good, man? Has, uh, has the new year been good to you? Oh, man. I'm still embracing it. I'm still embracing it. You yeah. know, I'm... It's moving fast. I'm like, man, we in February. Yeah, already. no, right. Yeah, and you February. know, February go fast anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but no, so. year year's okay. Starting off okay. Yeah, yeah. This had. I don't want to fall into that. This is my year. It's for me. You know, I just. I never thought I'm that was take it good. step by step. Yeah, I, I don't even like New Year's step. resolutions. Like yeah. when people are like, you know what? In 2023, I am going to eat vegetables. And it's like, you know what? You probably should have been eating vegetables like yesterday. Like <laughs> you ain't got to wait till next year to start that. Like every it's all good. Like, new year. Every day starts a new year. That's that's always been my exactly. mind. Why process. wait? Yeah. Why wait? So, but yeah. so, and that's exactly what we're doing. Why wait to expand the podcast that is doing oh so well? We um we decided to reach out to a few people um that stood out. And um, through rigorous conversations and and many late phone calls and all of that, they have uh, decided to and has have accepted to become a part of the team. First, I'm going to introduce Miss Darina, who is sitting to Kingsley's left. (laughs) If y'all are watching us on uh, any of our 160 some platforms that we uh, (laughs) broadcast on. (laughs) So, but Miss Darina, uh, how you doing today? I'm great. I'm I'm amazing. I'm so I'm so happy to be back behind the mic. So boastful. I'm hey. amazing. I'm wonderful. Because I am. <laughs> right. I'm the sh. <laughs> and, and what about it? I'm right. just Tell saying. Tell so story, listen, Darina. Uh, there's a little story with Darina. So she basically has quit her job and flown to Abu Dhabi. That was it. Now we're supposed to say that. That was a, that's a secret. No, no. I mean, I, I I'm on a hiatus from my yeah. job because Nicole, if you see this, I'm coming back. I promise. No, she I ain't. Promise, <laughs> Nikki. She, she gonna kill me. Mm-mm. She gonna Mm-mm. kill me. Hey, Nikki, <laughs> I got her passport. I. Don't play with her like that. <laughs> no, nah, but for real, I got a passport. She ain't coming back. So, but listen, Darina. Um, so. So the way that it happened was I was uh, the male perspective on a podcast. Think like a boss. Shout out Woo-hoo. to Alex and um, the ladies of uh, what, what do we call it? her movie? Well, no, not not that. I'm talking about the business, like the movement. Oh, her women empowerment, women empowerment, movement. women empowerment movement. I just want to make sure I get the verbiage right. But but seriously, like I I met them all online during the pandemic, and fast forward. Um, Darina, she thought so much of me and the podcast. She literally did take a hiatus from her job to come all the way out to Abu Dhabi to be a part of the podcast for the month of February. How fitting that it is Black History Month and that and black people. 
<laughs> well, I was going to say that black people are sticking, you know, look, looking out for one another, helping each other out. But yeah, okay, you get the rest, whatever. So <laughs> that part, right? So, um, but she's come out and she has uh, temporarily joined the team. So thank you for being here. And I appreciate you making the sacrifice thank to come out. Thank you for pulling me across the water. I ain't did nothing. My arms are not that strong. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but for real, thank you. Thank you. Now, <clears throat> to my media, right? New member to the team, Miss Sarah. How are you? Oh, she gave the what's the, the, the Miss America or oh, the Queen? Miss mm-hmm. America, yeah. Oh my God! See the Canadians, they go with the Queen. Right. Like we be on some Miss America, we keep that national, like right, right, right. that, like jumping the water and stuff. So, but Sarah, how are you doing today? I'm good. Welcome I'm to the good. team. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Loving Kobe too. Um, <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> you don't have a mic, Kobe. Uh, Why are you here? Excuse me, sir. Come here. <laughs> you get in trouble, boy. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to really have this dialogue with people who have like-minded thoughts. So yeah, thanks for having me. Well, glad to have you. Really, <laughs> it was a breath of fresh air. Like when we came across you, and all made possible by the brother Kingsley over here across the. I'm I'm so used to across yeah, the couch. Just, so I'm like I want to do it like one last time, just to like man, it's all it's all gone. Like, it's the, yeah, and, and for those of you who are are new to the podcast, you know we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you listening. We hope that we uh, we keep you here and that you tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody else. And uh, all of y'all come and be a part of this. But what we're talking about, uh, Kobe, please, that is not what we're going to do. Oh, this <laughs> is ridiculous. Puppy. Okay. So what we want to do, what we want to do is uh, I want to, I want to ask questions. I want to, I want to talk to the, to our, our new members, our, our guest members. And I want to know what it is that, that you guys expect. I mean, could be short, but what do you expect from from being a part of the team? What do you expect from being a part of this podcast? What do you What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to just even dialoguing about what we were talking about. Just beautiful conversation, open, honest about how we're feeling, how life's changing, how we're growing, and what we feel people in our communities might want to hear about, but might not even know where to start talking about. Um, I have no expectations for this because I just feel like things will just flow organically. Having talked to you guys, I feel like it'll just be a beautiful flow. So that's probably what I'm most excited about, just to let things kind of unfold mm. rather than like have an expectation of what exactly this will be. And I think it'll be beautiful. So mm. yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, I have no expectations, but I'm definitely look, uh, looking forward to lending some innovative ideas um, and just helping people be able to either make connections of things that they already think about um, and just expand on my perspective and then hopefully to help other people expand on their perspectives as well. You already been here. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't say growth. <laughs> Please don't say growth. Please don't say that. I know you were. <laughs> Please don't. Relearning. Okay. I think I want to relearn some things. I'm um, so mad at you right now because well, I, I I'm gonna tell, I'll tell you mine and then you go you gonna see. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, just it, just relearning and and I want to say growth so badly. Mm. You know, it's like there's other ways to say it. I was gonna say use another word. Look, what I was gonna say was this, right? I want to unlearn. I'm I'm 44, right? I know I don't look it. I'm 44, <laughs> and uh, I feel like. 
there's so many things and so many so many ways that I'm tied into because I'm used to being me. I'm used to walking this earth and being the person that I am the way that I am. And I'm not saying I'm rigid. <laughs> All right. So but I I do have uh how do I say this? I, I have a bias. I have a favoritism for the way that I know things and the way that I like things. And I'm hoping, not that it's a, uh, I, I need it to be a, a, something that I'm expecting, no expectations, but I am hoping that in having conversations with you guys, that it'll at least enlighten me to things that I haven't thought about or maybe have me look at things in a way that I have not, you know, previously. Right. And that was the whole premise of, this this podcast diverse clarity having conversations with diverse people about diverse topics right having a diverse outlook opinions and then being clear and intentional about everything that we're talking about for us here and everybody that's out there listening and watching right so diverse clarity so if you were ever wondering that's where the name came from but yeah so tis what it is gonna just gonna uh, try to relearn some things and try to change things up and yeah, that's it, man. Do you think that it's possible for us? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I thought you um, was about to say precautionary. I was no, like, no, man. no, no, no. I was, say, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, even this episode here, I'm using it as because I don't like change, right? Mm. So I'm like, man, new new co-hosts, new people, new area, new studio, new studio, and I'm just like, so I'm even trying to take yeah. this, this episode and just be like, okay, just breathe. It's okay. Like it's mm. right, you know. So everything, I'm I'm gonna try to make everything a learning experience. Uh, for myself, I guess you know. If I can give you some credit, man, you've you've done phenomenally. Like I over the last year and just getting to know you as a person and 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 seeing you evolve on the podcast, you've done what I believe that you didn't think that you could do. Mm. And I'm not going to say you did it flawlessly because that would be a lie. Like none of us are flawless, right? right, right but right. you've done it week in and week out. You've asked for advice. You've asked for opinions. You've given your own. You've grown in conversation. You're doing the own work outside of the studio. You. And you're coming as a, a better, well-curated person. Not It's not about being a host or a co-host. Got you, got you. As a person. So I've recognized that. And I can use growth because it's not you. It's me now. <laughs> I, I've recognized that growth in you. You know what I mean? Appreciate so, that, Darina, with you, over the last three years that I've known who you are, on this earth, I've seen it. And I know none of our stories are easy stories. We all go through trials and tribulations. Some of us, what do they say? You're either, you're either going through it, uh, uh, approaching it, or about, just came out of it or mm-hmm. something like that, right? Yeah, what I, like that. I, I, I'm at, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say. Google it. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Uh, no, don't use Google. Don't use Google. We'll talk no. about that another episode. <laughs> <laughs> don't use Google. To the matrix, my bad. <laughs> but that was just a little glitch. <laughs> so, well, and then you, um, already, I'm just, yeah, already hearing you talk. I'm like, yo, I bet she does do that stuff where it make you think and, and you know, get in touch with yourself. Because you, yeah. you got one of those voices that sounds like the, okay, everyone be calm. Like, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know, you know, when you go to like the, the, what do you call it? The retreats or the getaways or whatever. And it's like, I want everyone to lean towards the candle and grab your the left toe. Yeah, guided meditation. Grab, grab my left yeah. toe. Yeah. What is she talking about? But it makes you do it. Even though it makes you like, I don't know why, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Like, now, imagine yourself weightless on a leaf 
flowing down a river. Okay, I can do that and if you want. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> with, 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 with bears <laughs> snatching salmon from the water. Like, whoa, what? <laughs> this is you. This is, this mm-hmm. is it. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to the things that you plan on teaching, you know, revolving around this. So, I mean, I, yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I, I really do. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. And um, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this, but shout out to Mel. Um, he's away. He'll be coming back. Uh, he'll be interacting with the podcast and stuff. But we also have another co-host that will be joining. And um, if you watch the episode that comes up after this episode, you will get to meet her. So, yes, it's a her. So, um, and that, that show is going to be a great one. Like, the idea that I have planned for that. And that's another thing I want to say before we get started. Those that, that know, know. Those that don't know about to find out. This show has never been a scripted show, right? Nobody on it, and they all get mad at me. <laughs> but nobody on the team has ever, with the exception of one time that I can think of, fair? I think once. Nobody has ever known what we're going to talk about until I say this is what we're going to talk about. So every conversation that we've ever had has been an uncut conversation for one, except for a precautionary reason. You know, other things, delivery people coming in, whatever the case is, right? Um, but every episode that we've had has been off the cuff. It has been, this is what we're going to talk about. And to be fair, some of the episodes have been episodes where the plan was to talk about cars or tires or whatever. And then we go off on something else and it turns into an episode. Tune in to Kingsley's Court. No. Episode, <laughs> episodes <laughs> one and two. Yo, I'm Don't telling you. Hey, man, it was, it was a good episode. It really oh, was. Man. But Kingsley's Court. Um, yeah, make sure you tune into that. So, yeah. but uh, Kingsley, you were saying that you, no, Sarah, you say you have no expectations, right? But would you guys have expectations for when it comes to us as a society? And what I'm getting at is, when it comes to how people interact with you, whether it be on social media, face to face, in the work environment, your personal life, someone that you're dating, do you have expectations when it comes to how you interact with people? Oh, this is this girl. I, I feel like I'm feeling your energy, but so yes, <laughs> this is a nonverbal communication we're having right now. Just so you know. Okay, we're gonna split you two up. Yes, come on, Kingsley. <laughs> work on it. Work on it. Um, I definitely have expectations um, for myself and how I want to present myself and how I want to let people know how to treat me. And I think that's something that I've only learned recently. And um, it's really funny that you're bringing this up because honestly, like two days ago or even like yesterday, I had a situation where I, I just got so angry and at somebody. And then the more I sat with that anger and I was just like, what does this anger feel like for me? And like, why am I so angry? I realized I wasn't angry, but I was disappointed because my expectation in that person was not met. Mm -hmm. So I just, these little nuggets are coming up. So when you're talking about expectation and like what I, the ones I have for myself and for others, I feel like that word is so important in so many different ways other than you might initially think of it. So yes, I do have expectations. Do you do you think that if if the expectations are not cuz you said that you were angry, yeah. right? Now, some people might call your anger being sensitive. Like, do you think that because of these expectations that people out there, I mean cuz it could be anything, relationships, professional world, right? But do you think when we're let down by our expectations that we become too sensitive in our response? 
Um, do, you, do you think the world is becoming too sensitive? I, oh, <laughs> no, way too I sensitive. Think nerve touched. No, 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 no. no. no I, I, yeah, again, we, and I say we because I'm part of that. Right. I guess mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive. We all but are. I, I know I am. I, I definitely think we as a people, society, human beings, I think we can be a bit too sensitive. But then I just thought about something. I'm like, well, sensitivity, is it connected to culture? Is it connected to experiences? So I wanted to be very careful okay, well, when I say well, human beings, we're not sensitive because there's so many different variables that I can kind of add to that. Like maybe Americans, we may be too sensitive. I can go well, that But that's, that's yeah. too broad. But let's, let's do this then. So if we're talking about sensitivity, let's define it. What, what is being too sensitive? Is that such a thing? Is it even fair to, to call somebody sensitive? That was the point that I was going to bring up is like, what is sensitivity? Because I feel like it can be subjective. And then another word that I like to pair with sensitivity is reactivity. Mm. Because a lot of because, again, I am a sensitive person and I grew up with people calling me sensitive, but it wasn't something like I don't take things personally. So it's not like if you say something that's, you know, against my expectation. So I want to replace the word expectations with boundaries. Because I do have boundaries and the boundaries are how I expect you to approach me. And I also give you that same respect and how I will approach you. Um, And when people operate outside of that, I don't really find myself being upset or angry. It's kind of just like, okay, I know how to address you. I know how to approach you or I know now what to expect of you. That's outside of my wall of boundaries. Um, So, again, I I feel like sensitivity is objective. It's not a bad thing because on one hand, I feel like people are not sensitive enough just because a lot of times they don't consider all factors. They don't consider all things. So that's where I put in that word reactivity because it's, it's almost like dynamite. You know what I mean? On its own. There's nothing wrong with it until you light the flame. Right. So a lot of times that flame, people get triggered so quickly and so easily. That's where the sensitivity can start to come in. I agree. But OK, so how do we distinguish then? How do we distinguish between somebody reacting responsibly or reacting and, and it and it makes sense in, in your opinion? Right. Or if it's somebody being too sensitive, because, for example, right, like. I could say um, I I don't want anyone to say anything bad about my family, right? Nobody in my family can someone say, you know, whatever. But Kingsley makes a joke. Well, me and Kingsley are cool, so it's fine. But Sarah can make the same joke, and then it's like, how dare you? What's your problem? But then you, you know what's the going choice on. Choice to react or respond. So. There's a big difference between the two. So. But but that's about the reaction. I'm saying, but how do we distinguish between being too sensitive or the react? Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, because people people will say like, oh, well, that, that that's I understand that. Like, it, it's validated. I get why he acted like that or he responded like that or he feels like that. Right. But other people may be like, man, you're too sensitive. It's just a joke. I think that starts to come so, so into the, what Kingsley was saying as far as and the, the subjectivity of it as well is the culture of the person, um, the lifestyle of the person, um, the emotional intelligence of the person or maybe the subject itself. We know the factors, but how do we distinguish? Because the thing is, we're holding everybody to what? The same standard? 
Because you're not going to know that. You're not going to know my background. You're not going to know how I was raised if you run across me on the street. I don't know what's going through his mind on that day. Forget how he was raised. That day could be affecting him. Right. I don't know these things. So we have this imaginary standard with all these parameters that we don't even have the answers to that we're holding people accountable for. And that's the reason why when people say in the media, oh, this too. Matter of fact, we just uh, the basketball game. Uh, Brooklyn, I forget who they Brooklyn. played. Brooklyn um, and uh, who was it? it? Doesn't matter. But it was Chicago the first game. I think Brooklyn was it Chicago. Yeah, I think so. So Brooklyn, the interview after the game, um, Cam Thomas and Spencer Dinwiddie. So they're doing the interview, and I don't even know what. Oh, they made they made a statement about. I'll put the clip up, but they made a they made a statement about um, the guys on the team looking good or something like that. And then Cam was like, "Oh, everybody on this team looked good. We've always been a good looking team." No homo. And then, Cam, are you aware of the fact that he said that when he came back to Brooklyn, he had to bring the good looks because you guys were lacking that? I, I seen it, but I was like, man, he's just talking for the last. We already had good looking dudes, no homo. <laughs> but you know how I go. <laughs> All right. I'm sure the legal no office homo. will enjoy that one. And then even when he made that statement, the guy that was doing the interview was like, oh, I, I, the NBA legal team, yeah, or they're going to have fun <laughs> with that or something. And he continued with the interview. And then sure enough, the very next day, it was all out there and he had to issue an apology. So what I'm saying is some people watching that, because even the clip and the one that I post, I'll make sure I put the title there for you all to see. Even the clip, the title, when I saw it, said uh, something about um, this was like a it was it was labeling the interview. But I didn't think they were talking about the interview. I thought they were just saying that it was a fun interview, right? A post game interview. So that information was there. And the next day, everybody's in uproar and he's got to issue an apology. So some people will say, you guys are being too sensitive, right? No homo. Got it. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but this is what he said. And so then he has to apologize for that. So my question would be, in the culture of hip hop, in the culture of, the, of, of us, because that's where that came from, right? Do we also go and we rule out the word pause? Because it means the same thing, right? When somebody would say something that would sound like a gay uh, reference or whatever, they'd be like, pause. Right, like, right. yo, let's go. Y'all want to go play? Y'all want to go play ball today? Balls, like stupid stuff. Whatever. It's like they're saying the same thing. I think um, I, as I, I was as I was listening to you, you said a, a magic word that kind of draws the line, draws this this line mm. and its sensitivity and um, feeling offended or being offended. Okay. Um, and I think when we talk about sensitivity, there's different forms of it. Am I being sensitive to your needs as a person in a relationship? And then you have, oh, man, you said something that I really didn't like. You should apologize. And like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I think that's one, you know, point number one, we have to kind of define what kind of sensitivity are we talking about when we talk about are we too sensitive or not sensitive enough? Um, so that was just a little little gem I wanted to drop, but I don't know where I was going with that, but go ahead. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, it's hard to really decipher um, just because it's, it's an, like you're saying, like it's an abstract concept of what is sensitive because I'm somebody who's like big on the etymology of words and like the actual definition of the word and then how we're applying it in context. Right. So if you look up the word sensitive, there's so many different definitions, one of them being easily offended. But then the other other ones um, having to do with how in tune you are with your emotions or, you know, there's even like a spiritual connotation of like being sensitive, meaning like being sensitive to, you know, different energies and vibrations and stuff like that. Um, So it's like when it when it comes to society, I feel like there's a basis of there was a word that I had in my head. What was it? Inclusivity. 
inclusivity. Um, I feel like a lot of times sensitivity comes from people not feeling included, not feeling seen, um, feeling rejected, and then um, mating their, it's a rejection of their identity. Like, oh, you're making me feel like I'm not as validated. Mm. Um, Or as important, or as worthy. Right, but it's like, then the focus only comes on to that one person on the receiving end of it. So I feel it's... It's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's a difficult thing just because it's like, what's the focal point here when we're talking about sensitivity? And who are we lending the sensitivity to or who are we lending the compassion to? Who are we lending the validity to? Um, and so I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to really decipher. I, I think uh, I, I think conflating the definition of sensitive, it, it goes against the argument because everything that you mentioned, yes, it's true. Right. And Dictionary words evolve and new meanings come up all the time. But in this particular case, we're talking, I mean, it's very clear. We're talking about somebody being easily offended. But I definitely don't think that it has to do with like inclusivity. Just before we got started, we were talking about the N-word. We were talking about what what can we do in this podcast and one thing that we won't take. Well, I won't take someone calling me the N-word. Now, yes, I'm a sensitive person, but because I get in your ass about calling me that, doesn't mean that I feel I'm not included. Like it has nothing to do with that. In would fact, you you're, you're if, huh? would you say you're sensitive? Like I said, yeah, I just said that I'm, okay. I'm sensitive. I'm a sensitive person, but I'm not sensitive to it to the point where I'm going to haul off and hit you if I hear it. Now, if you want to go along some lines of disrespect and continue to do it and poke and prod, we might have a conversation that don't involve words. Cool. But what I'm saying is because I'm sensitive to that particular word or being called that word, in fact, it's the exact opposite because you are including me in something that I don't want to be included in. So it has nothing for me to do with being included. Right. I think that meaning that we're talking about is people being straight up sensitive to whatever is being said or or, you know, an an idea that's being put out there. And I think that's that's the hard part. Because I don't have a standard to go by. I, I, I mean, I, I don't have, like if I said something about your hair, right? Which looks nice, by the way. If I said something about your hair, if I said something about the color of your hair, if I said something because you have short hair, whatever. Like, I don't know how you take that. Like, we just had somebody get slapped on national, international TV, right? We all know who, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Right. Y'all looking at me like, what? Somebody got slapped? <laughs> so, and that was an exact thing. Now. Will Smith, is he a sensitive person? Yeah, I think so. He's, he's very in touch with his emotions, right? But like you said, it's boundaries. It's like, this is what you're not going to do, mm-hmm. all right? I'm a, I'm a singer. I'm an actor. I think he tried comedy at one point. But you're not going to do this. You're not going to do this about my wife. This is the boundary. Yeah. Now, that I'm with. That definition, I'm cool with. But when we start to like put in all these other pieces, when it's like about this connection, and this, I think that that takes away from it. No. It's the boundaries and it's a person being sensitive about something or maybe someone or a combination of the two. So you get what I'm like? I do. Mm -hmm. I do. And I I just think that, yes, as a society, we are sensitive. I feel like some everybody is sensitive about something like Mm -hmm. we all have something Mm -hmm. that we're going to be sensitive about. That's just human nature um, and how we were raised and everything. Right. So I think that's a base that's a base answer, but it's just from my perspective, 
we can be sensitive, but just remembering how we react versus respond is what changes things. Like even with that guy who, I don't know who you, his name, like on the, um, for basketball, who said <laughs> his comment, um, he said something, it was probably offensive to some people. Some people might think he's sensitive, but how he reacted will be what people judge. Like he did put out an apology or not something. Not today, not in these <laughs> days. Now it's automatic cancellation, you yeah. know? Like, but okay, here's, okay. So I, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you said cancellation. I was going to ask, is cancellation a form of not being sensitive or I was, not being sensitive enough? Or Well, I was going to say the other way around. When you have people that are saying like, th- they're upset because they are sensitive. So Kingsley says something. I'm upset about it because I'm sensitive about what he said. But then on the flip, when we talk about canceling, I'm not being sensitive to the point where, okay, let me, like you said, knowing about people, look, this is how he grew up. This is a term that they use. He doesn't know any better. He didn't mean anything by it. This is just how they talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, then it's, it's, it's on both sides. It's oh, like, I'm offended of- because I'm sensitive. Right. But then when it's put back on, I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. And it's like, now maybe I need to be sensitive. Right. Or compassionate or empathetic. Mm-hmm. Right. Sympathetic, maybe whatever. That's what I was getting at with the inclusivity part. But I can see where I can change out that word because mm-hmm. that's essentially what I was saying, where it's like people don't consider both sides of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, well, I only feel bad. And that's the only thing that matters without considering like. They didn't say it to be offensive, like mm-hmm. especially in this situation that we're talking about here where people are it, it, it's um, miscommunication a lot right. of times mm-hmm. where people are right. interpreting things the way that they think it's mm. being said versus how the person is actually intending and for sometimes it to be anticipating said. what is yes. going to be said. It's like because I know if so, like not me, I am just an example. Like if if I knew that if somebody called me black and they, it wasn't the, you know what I'm saying? That's offensive. And if, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and then now everything that's said is black, I'm offended by it. I go to Starbucks. We sitting there having a meeting about the podcast and they're like, black Americano. And I was like, did you hear what this motherfucker said? Did you hear how she said black? Did you hear that? I'm gonna go get this coffee, but I think they racist. Like this is this is, people are anticipating this kind of thing. So that's the question that I'm asking in the beginning. Are we too sensitive? Look, shift. We go to LGBTQIAZN plus whatever. Like I, and I. Yeah, I, so, listen, so I, just for the record, I identify as a queer person. So what? Okay, so and and here's the, here's the thing. I've have never in my life have I thought I'm going to approach somebody and say, "Hey, what's going on? What's, what's your pronouns?" I, <laughs> I, I'm be honest, I kind of forgot what pronouns were until about nine years ago. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that is what he she oh yeah that the stuff." So, but for me, it's different, right? Like just me and my mom because I remember when I was a kid when my mom used to talk about somebody. So say like you know we got we have some people in the studio. So say we got Jessica over there, right? And so my mom want to say something about Jessica. You be like. You know they full of shit, right? They who? Them, them over there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm used to hearing the they and the them in that way. So like it does, it kind of resonates like right, in, in right. that way, right? Mm-hmm. Just from just from that little thing I remember from being a kid. But um, I, I feel like as an adult, when we're talking about, I have to refer to somebody in a certain way, and if I don't, then now I'm offending them, or maybe I'm just learning because. 
all these years of school, all these years of interacting with people, that's never been the way. I'm simply not used to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm not trying to disrespect you, mm-hmm. how you identify, who you make love to, who you're in a relationship with, who you used to be, and now 10 years later you're somebody else. I, I, I'm not trying to offend that. I'm just getting used to a new way of speaking. Right. Anybody out there ever learn a new language? Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on. Sometimes I, you're going to mix the words up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Look, I had three years of Spanish in high school. I went to Japan. I am fluent in Japanese. But sure enough, I was getting some senoras and senoritos mixed with my konnichiwas. Like, it just happens. It's just what it is. And now you want me to learn French? And I'm like, yo, hold on. You know? So how do y'all feel about that? Like, do you think that we're too sensitive when it comes to that part of the world and, and how people are responding? Yes. (laughs) No, you you can go ahead first. But that's just like my simple answer. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree as well. I think, yes, we are too sensitive in some ways. But I think sometimes we just need to think about the connotation in which people are using it. So, like, if people are saying, like, oh, yeah, he or her and whatever, like, if they're using it as a way to be dismissive, Mm -hmm. I feel like that is when people have, I don't want to say the right, but that's when I can understand the sensitivity or the like the hurt behind it. But if people are trying and genuinely trying to understand how to approach the situation where they're not used to it, then I think it's fine. And there might need to be some more grace for people who are adjusting. Mm -hmm. But I think it really goes with the intention, as you were mentioning, like the intention to learn versus Mm -hmm. like being dismissive. So I'm not sure what you would say. Um, I would say yes, because a lot of times, just to go back off what you both are saying, is there's a sense of defensiveness that people internalize where, you know, because, you know, LGBTQ plus identity is now becoming more widely accepted and more mainstream, I'm people sorry, have LGBTQIA plus. Sorry. Listen, again, I'm offended. Again. <laughs> so again, like even myself as a queer person with like all the pronouns and all that stuff, it even took me a while to learn and like really adjust to yeah. other people's preferences. That's not my preference. Right. You know what I mean? I respect your preference, but don't automatically assume that someone is being dismissive mm. or that somebody is purposely being offensive mm-hmm. um, at because they're learning because you're internalizing your own trauma and what you've already experienced in the general um, of society and then pinning it on one person. Mm. Um, so it definitely, I do feel like in this area of like queer identity that yeah, people are too sensitive because they are using their trauma as a weapon. Let me give it the, the diverse piece. Do we think that people have a good reason for being this way? For example, when you hear people say things about black people um, going into a store, being followed, people say, oh, or or this, you didn't do that because I'm black or whatever. Anything that we have, right? People will try to use it to their advantage. Anything that goes on in, in this world. But there is a reason behind that because Black people have been followed in stores. People have not had opportunities because of the color of their skin, right? These types of things. So do you think that it's valid? I mean, not everyone, but do you think it's at least valid of why people feel this way? Why people anticipate this this negative response or negative intent behind the way that they're communicating or not communicating or being dismissive or whatever? 
is it also valid where we're giving merit to both sides here? Yeah. Maybe we should be a little more understanding in how we deal with people and how we talk and have good intentions behind our actions, behind our words. But if the person perceives it a different way, that person also has a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if you have somebody that looks a certain way and acts a certain way and they live in a certain city. Right. And they're coming in your direction and you're a member of the, the, the queer community. You have a right and it's understood that you might be fearful of that person because of what they look like they represent because there is a history of violence against queer people. Right. But I also would be like, well, just because I wear that jersey for that team and I look this way and I'm this tall and my colors is skin. Don't think that I'm coming after you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somebody said in the beginning about communication. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it has to happen. Mm-hmm. We've got to communicate with one another because right now everybody's just afraid of everybody and on pins and needles on edge. And what'd you say? What'd you say about my mama? Like, and it's just like, come on, come on relax. Yeah. I think it's about being in tune, you know, like I'm, as, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking sensitivity is that grainy TV screen, like the fuzzy snow, like when you, in be- I know. So, um, and, and, and just as you turn in the channel, you adjusting the antenna, it's like being in tune, just being like, I understand. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, and, and just kind of moving in that direction, not being upset, not being defensive. I like that word, because I think a lot of us are just not a lot. I keep saying a lot, but I want to be blanking statements. But some of us, we we get in this defensive mode and it'll come off as if we're not or we're, over, you know, undersensitive, oversensitive, whatever the word is. So I think two people just have to be in tune and just understand that, you know, we're, we're all learning. There's no guidebook to any of this. So we're mm-hmm. all learning, constantly learning how to be better, how to do better, how to deal with the differences that we have. And I think that, I think it's just all about being in tune. Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we get there? I like the, the, the idea of communication. Um, Cause there's a lot of miscommunication going on around here in this world, you know? So um, and then that the discussion op- that opens up the doors. How do you communicate? How do I respond to communication? Yeah, because even when you said sensitive, it growing up for you, it might have been something like you associated with different, but not necessarily in a positive way. Whereas, like now, if someone were to call me sensitive, I would genuinely be like, "Yeah, I'm freaking sensitive." Like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm very in tune with myself, and like, I feel people's energy when I walk into a room. I like, I feel I am sensitive." So, I think that's another way of looking at it, or the way I would look at it. We have to look at the word and how we are using it as well. Um, I know this kind of off tangent with how you were taking it, but um, I think that really triggered me when you were talking about sensitivity and how your family would use it. I I also see it in a different way as well, where like when people say you're sensitive, I'm like, yeah, I am sensitive, and I I, I take it as a good thing. I mm-hmm. embrace it. I'm I'm happy about it. So with that sensitivity, though, I'm learning to be responsive. So even if someone were to come at me with like your mom is this, I'm like, okay, that's your opinion. But like, it's not true for me. Like, so my response is different and I'm aware that I am sensitive. I'm taking it in, but I'm just not, it's not, it's kind of rolling off me. Um, And that's kind of how I feel about it, about personal situations. But in terms of a society, I don't know how we're going to move as a society to be a little bit more uh, or less sensitive, I guess. Um, communication, like you're saying, is major. But I I find it harder to think about it from a society perspective. And I, I generally am, in my mind, it keeps 
funneling or going back and forth about like the personal and how I internalize sensitivity and how I see it and how I want to move from that space. But yeah. No, I was just saying, um, wow. Like, yeah. um, I think it, it takes a certain type of like vulnerability because when we're talking about society, um, you create kind of like a standard mm-hmm. of how you're supposed to operate when each person is different, each situation is different. And I think we need to approach these things as such. Mm-hmm. You can't just make a generalized rule book. of, And, you know, there's a basis of respect where, you know, that's the foundation of it and respect on honestly um i feel like it's hard for people to respect things that don't apply to them directly um and then i think uh, because of a lot of internalized trauma people are not willing to see that people do want to accept you people do want to validate you but you also have to open up that space um to be able to have those conversations with people so that they can understand so that they can better approach you so that you know, they can have better boundaries around how they are reacting and responding to other people as well as what they internalize within themselves. Cause like, um, like I'll say, like, I don't take things personally, even if it's negative or, you know, what have you, but just because I know what I know about myself. And then I know that a lot of people are trying to project something onto me that is not coming from me myself. It really is about having that emotional intelligence um, and then having the respect and kind of get rid of, getting rid of that sense of ego to be like one thing is more right than the other or mine is more valid than yours because this is my experience, but that's not my experience. Like mm-hmm. both are are true and equally as important, equally as valid. Um, so I, I, it definitely just takes like respect and vulnerability um, and, and getting out of that generalized generalization because, again, everybody's experience is just <clears throat> different and that is always what it's going to come down to. To be fair. No, I was going to say, she, she says something I'm thinking about, like, work, because I'm, I'm a teacher. And For real? No, I'm joking. <laughs> and, you know, the, the kids, you know, one kid will come, oh, mister, he he called me this. And I, do you, are you that? <laughs> no. Then don't let it bother you. Like, don't let it, you know. So okay. I just like, thought about that. So, one. so this is at both of y'all then, right? You're fine, because you don't let it bother you. And that kid is not, because it clearly bothered that kid, Right. Mm-hmm. If we're being sensitive and we're being understanding, right, and we're and we're trying to be inclusive in everybody that's in our environment, y'all are forgetting about, respectfully, the people who can't do. You're the superhumans. You can do it. You've got your meditation. You've got the smile voice. You're a teacher. I don't know what that means in dealing with this, but you know what I'm saying? I guess you get stressed out all the time. But what about the people who don't have these super wow. capabilities? Right. What about the people who are going through it? I guess that's who we're trying to address here. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm saying like you you got you guys really are superheroes. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're like water off my back and you're like, I'm headed to the spot like it, it doesn't it doesn't matter for you. But for them, they're coming from a whole nother place. Right. And so that that's the people that I want to I want to target and, and, and talk about and maybe give some attention to when I mm. ask the question, mm. because I believe that they are too sensitive, but they can't help it. Right. If that's a phrase that we're going to use. Right. Yeah. They can't help it where they're coming from. They're at wits end. I truly believe that Will Smith was going through something. This man has been in front of our face since the 80s. Right. right? He grew up on television. He has he's been. He's phenomenal. He's the one. I think we even did a show uh, a season ago. We were talking about people that we wanted to meet. Will Smith was at the top of my list well before any of this Mm -hmm. happened. Right. 
Like he yeah. he is a, a, a superhuman when it comes to the things that he's like overcome in our face. Mm. And then one time, one time, a boundary is crossed. You know what I mean? Right. Like one time, like from what we saw, I'm not saying that he's perfect. I'm not like some kind of, you know, no man is, but it, it just doesn't make sense to me. So like it's the people who they can't muster this strength, this inner strength. But I think you're saying they can't, but I think that's why these type of dialogues are so important because having that incident happen with, with Will Smith and then having conversations like this gives people who might not be able to or might think they can't like have these dialogues, it gives them an opportunity to reflect like, am I actually? But they're not going to do that. And, 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 and well, that's, that's what I was getting to. That was my question. How do we do it? Right. For what you said, how do we do it? And you've mentioned intention. You've mentioned communication. But nobody on the panel has talked about therapy. They have to understand I was gonna say what it is. That was going to be my next. But thing, self-awareness, self-awareness isn't even therapy. Self-awareness is like, ow, oh, that hurt. Therapy is going to the doctor to get it fixed. But it doesn't have to be therapy. There's so like I just feel like we're jumping to. Yes, professional help, but I feel like this could be therapeutic for people where they start realizing that there's patterns or things within them that need to be worked on. But yes, therapy, I think, is would be an amazing step, but most people but won't the, go to therapy. But the, and, and, and you're right. Therapy does not have to be going to see a, a, a medical professional, mm -hmm. right? It does not have to be that, but there has to be some form of True. it. There yeah. has to be some form of it. You only know what you know, mm -hmm. right? And so if a person doesn't know that they can go and have these, they, there's plenty of people out there. We have a new co-host joining the team that has never watched a podcast in her life, mm. right? And she's about to be a part of, and she is a part of this podcast. Right. There's people out there that don't know that things exist or have never experienced them. And they're well-versed, well-traveled, well-educated, mm -hmm. right? So I think that even, even that, when somebody says therapy, automatically they think going to a doctor, sitting on somebody's couch, right, two times a week, whatever, and this is what you're doing. But that's not necessarily it. Those who are religious out there know this when you talk about God and spirituality, mm. right? If you find your spiritual place, it could be floating on the water. It could be in the church. It could be congregating with your friends and or family. It could be going surfing. This is how you connect whoever, whomever you are, right? It doesn't need to be in somebody's pew or somebody's mosque, right? It doesn't have to be that. So you find it in different ways, but we have people that need help that aren't even educated enough to know that these are different avenues you can go to get help. These are some of the resources or things you can use. So to I think the word is rehabilitation. Because, again, like I, I'm not somebody who's always had this superpower. I used to be somebody who was very reactive, sensitive in the bad way, where it's like you could say one thing and I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm up in arms about it, you know. But it, it took me not wanting to be so easily offended and so easily reactive to what other people are saying, because just like how you is that actually true? Do I actually want to internalize that and believe it to be true? Do I want to make that a part of my reality? So it's the rehabilitation of 
um, it's a personal responsibility. It's like, do you always want your perspective to be the only focal point and always be what's right and always be what's true? Or are you willing to do the work that makes you um, able to open your mind and adapt and not that you have to internalize it where it's like, oh, well, if this is what uh, they feel, then that's how it has to be. Mm. But again, having that vulnerability, having that respect to rehabilitate yourself to be like, there are a lot of things that I don't know. And in order for me to be a more sociable person, in order for me to be a more worldly person, these are the things that I'm willing to do. One of them can be therapy. But um, that, that's why I think it's like that piece of readiness. Like you're saying, there's people who are who need therapy, but if they're not ready, therapy won't work. Any mode of therapy will not work until they have that bit that you were just explaining. Where what, what, what bit? Sorry, that bit where she was just explaining where she was talking about like the ready to rehab. Like you can't bring but somebody. But to it's rehab. not that serious though. In in his, it hasn't gotten there yet. I mean, you're you're talking about this where as if the person has a, a seasoned mind. Right. And they have an idea of what they need to do or where they need to go. This this self-awareness that doesn't exist. He was talking about a child. Mm -hmm. If a fourth grader comes to the teacher and says, they said I have a big head. This child is not thinking, you know what? I need to rehabilitate. I need to go. And no child is thinking this way, unfortunately. Right. So you're talking about a seasoned mind, an adult. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 a teenager who was a young adult, right? Somebody in their mid ages of forties and fifties, right? This is, this is that. Mm -hmm. But when we're talking about children, I mean, I remember getting made fun of in school. I was just wittier than them. Like, so I, that's how I, I handled it. I mean, I remember times where it hurt. I'm sure everybody went through that. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was it. I remember, I remember one time, cause I'm only, I'm only five, seven. Right. I remember some, one body, somebody made uh they were making a joke about me about, being, being short and this and oh you oh you want me to reach your you want me to get your backpack for you and this and this and it's like and I remember telling them I was like are you really making fun of me because of my height and they're like well yeah because you're short I'm like what did you do to get tall like you just got lucky <laughs> you know what I mean I'm I'm the star on the soccer team and I make good grades and um you know I I, I got a girlfriend what'd you do to get tall. Ooh, you know, now I'm the enemy, right? Like, oh man, he just made fun of a friend. But I, that was me. But that's how I dealt with it in many cases. But not even people have those weapons. So you're talking about children who get hurt by other children. Right. And then they grow up to be adults that get hurt by so, other adults. It's compounded over the years. Parents got to heal. Parents got to heal. Parents got to. And that opens up the discussion of like when you know, parents and when it's the right time to be a parent after you, you know, before you've healed, after you've healed through your trauma. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of it just comes from the parent just being sensitive and yeah. being yeah. open, being ready and just being at that stage. So now I can teach my child. I agree. Right. Like, hey, they gonna, you go to this public school or you go to not public school. If you go to this school, wherever you go, people are going to see you different. They may respond to it different, but you don't have to X, Y, Z. Right. Make sure you do this, this, this. And mm -hmm. I, I think it just comes from that, you know. That so. teaching aspect. Yeah, yeah. 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 Question yeah. for so, Sarah. Yeah. Do comedians get a pass? Who? Comedians. Do comedians get a pass? In this, this world of sensitivity and these jokes that comedians make and how many people they offend, but it's just a joke. Do they get a pass? I think in society they do. Like there's people who are very offended, but they generally get a pass. Should they? That's a good question. That's why I asked you. Um, <laughs> well, 
Um, I don't know if I have the right answer, but I feel like if that's where they're putting themselves out to be in the public eye, making these types of jokes and they're happy with the feedback or the, the, the backlash, the backlash, thank Mm -hmm. you. That's what I'm looking for that they get, then so be it. But, um, yeah, I definitely think they get a pass and I don't know if they should, but if they're okay with it within themselves, making those kind of jokes and offending people, that's on them. You know, you have to sit with it Mm. Um, because there will always people who be people who are making those jokes, you know, so they're just doing it publicly. Um, so yeah, I actually don't have an answer to that. No, it's okay. Like, (laughs) what do you, what do y'all think? Should comedians get a pass? The Bill Burrs, the Dave Chappelle's, the, uh, what's his name from the, he was on the daily show. Um, Trevor Noah. Y'all remember that? Trevor Noah had a, Mm-hmm. When he first first took over the show, I think he made an anti-Semitic joke. Really? Like it was like episode two or something like that. I remember that. And they were like, the first episode, they were like, Trevor Noah's doing amazing. Like he's doing great for his first show and this and this. And then after the second, they were like, oh, the numbers are down and this and this. <laughs> and it's due to his tweet. I was like, wow, this dude. Quick turn well, yeah, like, Wow. I don't know about Because at, at, on one end, I don't want to discredit, you know, that that's an art form. That's an art form. To me, that's an art form. So mm. I don't know. Um, they would have to be. They just have to. Some things would have to change in the profession. You Think know, so. Just kind of be. Just kind of be, just. Kind of be a bit more open, a bit more understanding of of people's feelings, and and not joke about certain things or. Yeah. That changes the craft. If yeah. You stop See, joking. that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's, it's it's a tricky place to be in because I don't want to change craft. I don't want to say stuff to change craft. But then inside of me, I feel like there does have to be a, a change mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, I mean, I've never been, a, I can't remember ever being offended or you know reacting to a, a comedic joke, like a joke, but right. I don't know. I don't Let know. me, I'm going to ask you all this then. Shift from comedians. Say you two are vegans, mm-hmm. Right. I own a steak, a steak, uh, steak bar and grill restaurant. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to shut me down? No. no. Why? That's on you. That's your prerogative. My prerogative. Yeah. yeah. My my bar and grill, my steak restaurant, right? Mine. Mm-hmm. You're what do they call it? Pescatarian. Mm-hmm. Pescatarian. I don't have any fish. I might have some crab legs every Friday. You want to shut me down? You want to shut down my bar and You're grill? Not serving my community, huh? You're not serving my community. So you want to shut me down? Are you going to add some stuff on the menu? Nope. Doing just like this. I got, I got, my, I got my, my transpo line. I got everything set up for my resupply. They come every other week. Boom. I'm set. I'm not changing anything. I'd, be, I'd play the advocate. Yeah. The devil, yeah. We'll try to shut you down. You're going to try to shut I mean, me down? you're not meeting my... I'm not me. I'm not meeting what you want. Okay. But why not now, just go somewhere else that doesn't? Thank you. Right. This is that the point that I was going to. <laughs> thank you for making my point for me. I'm sorry. Bro. I'm, um, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kill Kobe. <laughs> I mean, just this, to back but, you just a little bit. Well, like, can I, can I, let me oh, finish making my, my, my point. Yeah. Y'all didn't stole my. But that's exactly what I was going to say. Do you mm. think that I'm the only restaurant in the town? Mm. You got plenty of other places to go. You don't want to go to the strip club? Don't go. There's plenty of places where you can go and dance with your clothes on as well as everybody else with their clothes on. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to you don't want to go where it smells like fish. Don't go to the fish market. Go to the grocery store. 
So all I'm saying is, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but what I'm saying is, if if a comedian, I agree with you, even though you feel that you didn't have an answer, I think you did. And I hadn't even really thought about this. I just knew that this was one point that I wanted to bring up. But hearing you say that, this is where that came from. Yeah, she's right. She's 100% right. The one with no answer is freaking right, right? It, if they want to take the brunt of whatever it is for whatever they do, we are adults. We are responsible for our actions. Not everybody's Dave Chappelle. Not everybody can go and piss off one third of the population and then still be successful. Not everybody can run away from the most successful TV show out there for valid reasons, mind you, and come back and be on top of the world. Cash out on Netflix. Not everyone can do that. So it's no different than this podcast. There might be different topics that you don't want to talk about versus ones that you do because of the professions that you lead, because of the people that you know, because of the workplace that you are in and the position that you hold. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to take that risk right. and talk about that certain thing, right? right? You want to do that? Okay, cool. But you'll have to deal with the ramifications of it. I don't think that we should hold people accountable for other people's insecurities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that accountability word, that's what I was going to say. It's I'm about the saying, accountability that right? the person is willing to take for what they are willing to say. You don't want to hear a comedian that curses all the time? Bill Cosby might be good for you. Hide your drink. I'm just saying. So that just you have to deal with it how you want to deal with it. The best way that you can if you are that person. So I think that you're right. If they're willing to deal with and take on whatever the repercussions are, then let them do it. When they start to not get shows or they get more shows, whatever those results are mm-hmm. is how they're going to react. Mm-hmm. For sure. Let me ask you. The, or they'll change professions. The restaurant example that you gave, mm-hmm. right? It was off the top of the head. Thank you. <laughs> so what about the whole civil rights and segregation? The heck are you talking about? Like, what episode is this? <laughs> no, because you were like, go yeah. somewhere else, right? Right, 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 right. But when we talk about civil rights and, mm. you know, that time where, you know, our ancestors weren't really included in a lot of stuff. In anything. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah so, but we want, you know, we wanted to be included into that. Okay. And then we didn't go, they told us to go somewhere else, but now right. we wanted to have our rights to go anywhere. Okay. So like, wouldn't so, that be so thing on that? I respectfully know it's okay. not the same thing got you, got you, got because you. Th- th- this is why if, if we're talking about civil, civil, civil rights, mm-hmm. can you recognize me as a human? Can we be mm-hmm. civil about got you, this? Got you, got you. Right. It's not that I'm going somewhere that, they don't have what I want. This isn't Burger King or Walmart or Sam's Club or Carrefour or whatever. No, this is I have a place and this is what we do at my place. If they were coming and I said, you can't come here because of the color of your skin. Now we're talking civil rights. They're upset because my bar and grill is not vegan friendly. It's not my, I, I, I can't make an establishment. I can't have a business that caters to everyone. Mm-hmm. It has an idea. This is a podcast. If you want to listen to the latest Jay-Z and Beyonce music, go somewhere else. Right, you're right, not right. you going to tell me I got to get it all licensed and I got to play it here mm-hmm. just because that's what you want? Mm-hmm. There's other radio stations. Hot 97, hit it up. Big Boy Radio out in Cali. Do, go wherever you want to get it. Right, but right. we don't have that here. I'm not saying I won't serve you. I'm saying I don't have what you're looking for, friend. 
You got to go somewhere else to get it. Got you. Now, if we change and we start to offer this on our menu, you'll be the first that I call. You want to write your name down here? <laughs> we'll let you know. They do email subscribe lists. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Got you. Yo, let's go ahead and close this one out. <laughs> How y'all feel? First episode, season three. Huh? I think that was a good topic. That was a really good yeah. time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Yo, <laughs> I couldn't have done it without you guys. <laughs> nah, but uh, I, I have fun. How you, your first your first episode? <laughs> first podcast. First podcast. How you feel? Good. Good. I think it's, I'm getting a little warmed up. You know, next time I'll be in it. But. Oh, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, y'all gonna really enjoy. We're, what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to. Y'all gotta tune in for the next episode. Y'all gonna have to go. The three of y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all when the when this is done, and y'all gonna have to go and y'all gonna have to talk and put lists together and all this stuff. Okay. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a new a new angle or something I'm trying to do. So um, thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you. I really me. appreciate you. Like y'all have no no idea how much this means. Like seriously. So it was just, I was a little boy with a dream. <laughs> <laughs> but no, key to, yeah. Never so, but no, seriously, like, I mean, you, it, it was like, it was like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I felt like you were saying in the beginning, like, okay, well, let me come, let me see, let me meet, let me talk, let me this. And then we talked on the phone for however long it was. And you're like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, but st- I haven't haven't told you about the vegan bar. And you're like, I'm in, I'm in. I was like, yeah. And then you coming across 14 hours in the air, taking off time from work to be a part of this. Wow. I sincere, like, sincerely appreciate you. Thanks, Kings. <laughs> all right, y'all. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. All right, so um. Check it. Uh, brother, just give me dab too. That's my man, Kingsley. Sitting in the middle of the pack to his left is Darina. And to my immediate right, it's Miss Sarah. And I'm Omega. This is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. We will catch you next episode. Peace. <laughs>